This is the Alchemize Your Life podcast. On this episode, we're continuing our discussion of the stages of consciousness evolution from, you know, the Western to the Eastern and from scientific into spiritual and beyond. Hi, I'm Sian Kenshin. And I'm Sophie Ma. And we're here to alchemize your life. In this podcast, we show you how to apply the principles of spirituality, prosperity, and sexuality to create true and lasting transformations in your life and business. Join us at the Prism Institute of Quantum Alchemy as we explore the ancient, esoteric teachings of Buddhism, Tantra, Hermetics, and more. As we weave these primal energies together within ourselves, we repair the fractured consciousness of humanity itself. Join us in liberating the world and realizing that the gold is in you. So in the last episode, we did a deep dive into Ken Wilber's integral theory and two specific levels, the um, amber magic mythic level and the orange scientific level. And the way that we grounded this for you was by explaining how you can see this in Western versus Eastern cultures, the energy of Western versus Eastern cultures, and even the architecture of Western versus Eastern cultures. And the invitation in the last episode was to take a look to see if you feel that you're at either of those levels. And a reminder that you always evolve uh, through them. Every human evolves through them, and every um, culture will evolve through them together. Eventually. Eventually. Now, today, we're going to talk about what comes after the scientific mindset. And, and just, just a point of clarification. So Ken Wilber's integral theory is a meta framework. It's a meta map. It's a map of maps. The very specific map that he's integrating here is Claire Graves' spiral dynamics, mm -hmm. levels of consciousness, right? And so it, go it goes from like way below what we've been talking about, like Amber. There's like a few levels below that. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't like for our purposes, we don't need to like go there because 70% of the world's already at Amber mm -hmm. and, uh, and above. So mm -hmm. that's why we start there. I will also preface that just like in the last episode, we are in a process of dog training a stray dog right now, and he is outside, and you might hear him whining or scratching at the door on this recording. If you do, please do not be alarmed. He is happy. He is healthy. He is safe. He is just <laughs> pissed off that he's not in the same room as us right now, yeah. so please disregard. <laughs> yeah, he's become quite attached to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes. The only reason I'm tolerating it is because he's so happy all the time. He's really cute. You guys, he's check our Instagram. He, there's going to be pictures of him he's adorable like, i can't wait for him to meet aurora yeah it's gonna be yeah, good yeah. so Anyhow. anyways so um okay where did you want to begin so let's talk with and again you guys um I do recommend if you have not listened to the last episode, like listen to this one, but then definitely go and listen to that one so that all of this is really grounded. But I would like for us to start with the context of like we've started we've gotten up to the scientific level. And what has happened here is a quick summary is that science rules all. Science is king and is no longer balanced by spirituality, hmm. which means the other two pillars of um, morality of and art, morality and art of intelligence of a culture have kind of fallen to the wayside a little bit. And this is what we see in that rational mindset. In the Western mindset. And in the West, we see that in the Western mindset quite yeah. a bit. Now, the next level to that is what we'll call the green level of consciousness. Pluralistic. Pluralistic. Many truths. And so what happens there? What What's the defining characteristic of that? Let's start with that. 
Yeah, so whereas in Orange, there was like one objective truth and we shall always find it. And anyone who's had an argument with their spouse can understand that that just ain't true. Or their boss, or, or their, their boss. kids. Yeah, yeah. we can both have our own truths. And the reason we're fighting is because we don't recognize that. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the day I recognized that my truth wasn't her truth was a great day. And that they could coexist. <laughs> that they could coexist. And one did not need to threaten and, or superimpose on top of the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a very powerful teaching, guys. <laughs> Let me just tell you. The, never try to make a woman's emotions wrong because rationally they don't make any sense, that does not lead to happiness. No. I thought happy wife, happy life, right, babe? Basically, yeah. And I mean, that just teaches you that you don't need to be right because there is no right. Mm -hmm. and there are many truths. Mm -hmm. so, so pluralistic starts to recognize this and starts to recognize, oh, you know, like if she wants to call herself a he, that's okay, mm -hmm. right? That's, that's true for him. <laughs> um, and it, you know if that person wants to dress differently that's okay because that's just the way they are that's their truth that's their reality mm -hmm. right and it doesn't necessarily have to impede upon my reality we're all equal and we should all uh, be equal and that's mm -hmm. a bit of a shadow there mm -hmm. in that um the real challenge with green is that it starts to say we are all equal and thus we all should be able to express our truths unless you disagree with that. So I want you guys to get curious about this and start to see, just like we kind of I asked you in the last episode, like see if you who in your friend circle, who for yourself, your family, can you identify at each of these two levels? I want you to start to see like who on your social media network, friend circle, et cetera, can you identify at this level where there's this um, this everybody is equal. Everybody deserves equal rights, equality for all, except if you do not believe that everybody should be equal, then you're wrong. Yeah, and that's the shadow because that, that's actually, um, that is an irrational uh, perspective to take, right? Because mm -hmm. e if everybody is equal, then everybody's perspective should be equal. Yeah, yeah. And and so that that's actually the shadow in, in green that prevents moving up to the next level, mm -hmm. which further recognizes that there are many truths. Mm -hmm. um, in, in a way that none of the other levels do. All of the other levels have firmly rejected the previous levels and, and made them wrong in some way, mm -hmm. right? Like in order to get into rational, you had to reject like the, the sort of mythic stories, you know, because yeah. they, they don't exist in a world with cameras. <laughs> and in order to get into green, you had to reject the hierarchy and, and the money and, and the, the singular truth because, you know, you have evidence to the contrary now. <laughs> and even just using, just to really ground this for you guys, even using gender is a really, really great example. When you hit somebody at the rational level, when we're saying there's one truth, you have one gender, right? You're either you have the organs of a male or you have the organs of a female, and that makes you that gender. There is one truth. It can be validated by fact by multiple people. Multiple authorities can determine what your genitalia looks like. That, that's And that's how that mind operates, is in yeah. second and third party verification exactly. of an objective truth. Yeah. But, you know, just like in an argument, it's it's just it's actually not possible to operate effectively at that level for long. Mm -hmm. um, you, you end up hitting a wall. Mm -hmm. And 
that wall is, hey, there's a lot of other people out there who think very differently. And that objectivity, it doesn't allow for different ways of interacting with reality. Mm -hmm. And um, so the green pluralistic level of consciousness evolves out of that. And it does that by rejecting the hierarchy, mm -hmm. the control, the mm -hmm. money, and mm -hmm. this sort of one objective truth. Yeah. And that, that creates the shadow of, well, if you disagree with this, then you're wrong, you're bad. Yeah. And that's like, so that makes orange wrong and bad. And what you really see, too, is this recognition of the own inner value, of the own inner experience, right? We talked in the last episode about how uh, with science, with the scientific level, there's no recognition of your own inner experience, right? You, you can't have a recognition of your in, inner experience because it's not verifiable. It's only yours. Mm -hmm. When you get into green, this is where we start. And the gender is a great example. When you get into green, I feel, like, I a feel woman. like a woman or I feel like I'm, you know, not not dual gender. I have some other type of gender um, that allows you or I feel like I want to be gender fluid or gender bending. Right. This is where we end up in that state because nobody can verify that. My truth becomes valid in green. Exactly. It and becomes we accepted. And we recognize that. Exactly. We accept <laughs> that you have a truth that I cannot verify, but I will still allow you to have unless my truth is rational objectivity exactly and then and then my truth isn't okay yeah and that and that's 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 the benchmark of all of the levels up to that point is that they always reject the previous levels as mm -hmm. as inferior in some way mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. this is and this, this is why this is the shadow in green that needs to be resolved in order to get to the next level. Because mm -hmm. the next level is something new. Mm -hmm. Like I said, it's less than 1% of the population. Um, and it's called integral or teal. And the benchmark of teal is, oh, I see green. I see orange. I see amber. I see Karen. <laughs> if you've listened to one of our episodes, we talked it's about like this a little bit. episode two or three. I think it might have been two. Yeah, where, where, you know, Karen has value and she doesn't need to evolve right now. She can she can just be Karen yeah. at whatever level she chooses. Um, Teal, in, in integral, begins to see the value in every level mm -hmm. and that they all have something to contribute to our reality. Mm -hmm. So let's explain here. What so that's teal, that's that higher level, and mm -hmm. we can go a little deeper into that. But first, let's go into like how does somebody know if they're in green other than the shadow? Because we don't see our shadows. Mm -hmm. What are some characteristics, and how do, what does this do culturally? So, how can we see when a culture ends up in green? It it begins well, I, I mean, like if you look at uh, US and Canada, <laughs> they're made up of largely amber green. Um, and those two are fighting. <laughs> amber and green? Yeah. Or sorry, amber, orange, and green. Yeah. yeah. And, and those, the three, those are... three are three are fighting yeah. for, for dominance, basically. Yeah. Right. And if you look at like the political parties and the values of different segments of the population, like for example, universities would predominantly be green. Mm -hmm. Right. And university students, I should say. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think the professors tend to be more orange. Mm -hmm. Right. And um Rural areas tend to be a little more amber, mm -hmm. right? 
so how do you know if you're in green? Um, you believe in multiculturalism, mm-hmm. right? That's one of the main main things that's mm-hmm. really easy to point at versus you believe in uh, in just science and and you know like science is true and um, all of that stuff doesn't really matter to me mm-hmm. right We see a really ethical development too when we step into green and we'll talk about the the spiritual pillar in a second but even if you do not identify as spiritual, you can still be in this green component. So examples would be Black Lives Matter, right? When we saw the, the big Black Lives Matter movement happen across the world, that's predominantly led by people that are in a green state of consciousness. Mm-hmm. All lives are equal. Same thing when we see a gay pride parade, LGBTQ movements, when we saw the Me Too movement, you mm-hmm. know, um, several years ago now. These are examples of big conglomerates of people that are in that green state of consciousness coming together and helping humanity to see where the orange, where the scientific only is not serving us. Yeah. And that's not to say that orange level people don't have morality and don't get involved in those things. No, absolutely not. They just tend not to be the leaders of those those sort of movements. Yeah, agreed. Right. Um, just like, you know, Amber right? Uh, they have a lot of people who are in red as part of those religions, which tend to be fanatics mm-hmm. and um, can give those religions bad names sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so so like we're talking very generally about a broad, broad groups of people. Yes. And whomever has created those groups of people, whoever, like each group will have kind of a center of gravity. Yep. Um, uh, that creates the narrative of the group. Um, just like we were talking about before, if you're orange level and all your friends are orange level and you're starting to like become spiritual or you're holding on to your spirituality, you might hide it, right? Mm-hmm. Because the narrative of the group, the center of gravity of the group is at orange and that doesn't accept uh, spiritual either at amber or at the green level, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when you're hopping into green, when you're moving from orange into green, we talked about this a bit in the last episode too, um, there's that search for purpose, for meaning, is usually what drives you from orange into green. That's that connection with that new level of spirituality, that feeling like, I, I need to know that there's more than just wake up, go to work, crush it, win some awards, come home and go back to bed. When you start to get that feeling inside of you, then that is the rumblings of the evolution into the next stage of consciousness, which is green, which is essentially what's happening. We talked about those four pillars, again, science, morality, art, and spirituality. And we see the science get pushed down and that almost like pops the spirit back up. Mm -hmm. And so you end up with a complementary lack of balance, almost like two jigsaw puzzles. Yeah, it's, it's it's almost like in a way orange and green are meant to be one. Yeah, it's, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> you know, in that they're meant to be balanced, but yeah. maybe they're a necessary transition. Of course they are. Um, because when you do get into teal, those things do balance out. Yes. Right? And and some of the some of the aspects of, of teal are, oh yeah, like science is totally necessary. Mm-hmm. Hierarchy is just a a way of organizing things and money isn't necessarily bad. Mm-hmm. These are just tools mm-hmm. that are used 
and maybe I didn't like the way they were used before, but that doesn't mean I have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so... <laughs> <laughs> poor is, lucky he's like back. so sad yeah. <laughs> um where's a cultural example or like a regional example that we can find um of also of green where do we see that in our day-to-day lives here we don't have architectural examples of it necessarily but what you see happen is because the spiritual pillar has shot back up we now see more art hmm. and we see more morality And so a really good example, again, outside of just, you know, those evolutionary, um, pardon me, those, what do I even want to call those cultural movements that we mentioned earlier, but we see this very commonly in Ubud here in Bali, where there's a lot of that green level of consciousness. Well, and and the whole hippie movement. Hippies in the 60s, perfect. Was was green, right? Like green driven anyways. I mean, most people weren't in green at that point, but there's a lot more now, obviously. Yeah. So in like the hippie movement, you know, we saw like free love and anti-war and acceptance and multiple truths. So we can see this like really beautiful, but also lots of art, lots of new music, lots of self-expression. Pluralism. Pluralism, acceptance yeah. of all of these different truths and all of, and so much like self-expression becomes so powerful here as you really, really start to like, and is, is this not, is this throat? No, this isn't the throat level. Yeah, it is throat it level. It is throat level. Yeah. So you see all this self-expression come out in the population. So hippies in the 60s, we see this really huge in Ubud. We, we saw this also in a lot of the conscious communities in Costa Rica when we were there. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots and lots of the conscious communities are just, they're so open and they're so free loving and they're so accepting of no matter who you are or what your history is or what your background you is. You have value. Everybody has so much value. Unless you're one of those rational stick in the mud kind of guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but like that's not seen right like that no. that's not seen and um what is what is seen is like considered like new earth yes right like and and it really is the forefront of uh the evolution of consciousness yeah of people kind of growing up into into this um I, I mean, it would be a wonderful world that was uh, largely green. Yeah. Right. It'd be very happy, very artistic, very spiritual. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the green level of consciousness really gave spirituality, if not religion, a backdoor into consciousness. Mm-hmm. Right. To, to skip the orange level and come back in, in the, the green level. Totally. Yeah, and we see that with the neo-spirituality movement and and where the science is kind of starting to get into, and it's even like what we're doing, right? We're talking about quantum physics and Buddha, right? We're bringing the science into the spirituality, and then we're starting to see that's kind of happening in a bit of the back door of the, the uh, green consciousness movement because there's more people that are scientific that are wanting the spirituality, but they're like, God, I just, I need you to give me something (laughs) yeah they're wanting to integrate it almost in the same way like at the rational level um where the narrative in your in your culture and your groups of friends was rational and you had you know you had this private spiritual sort of experience Mm -hmm. now you're in this sort of more hyper spiritual sort of circle and like 
you kind of want a little more um, science, mm -hmm. but it's like that, like in a lot of those circles, you don't see that that level of discussion. And the reason for that is because when we're in those circles, that the green circles, just like in the orange circles, talking about spirituality was kind of like poo-pooed on and a little taboo. The opposite happens because, again, we've pushed away science to get into green. And so we've oftentimes pushed away things like the, the one truth mentality, the scientific basis, there's a lot of distrust of science in general. There's a pushing away of hierarchy and structures and the idea of even having like bosses or like multiple layers of hierarchy and a massive often pushing away of money in these communities as well we see. Mm -hmm. And so that can lead a challenge. And this was a challenge for me moving from orange to green is that, you know, my my orange level didn't really work because it was too scientific and I understood enough to know that I didn't understand everything. But the green level communities that I was being um, introduced to had so vehemently pushed things like money and hierarchy away that I didn't fit into those either mm -hmm. because they were just they were actually too polarized. And so I didn't actually spend that much time in green no, as a you, result you went, of that. You went through that really quickly. Because there was there was no community to ground me in it. And so I popped directly almost into teal. <laughs> you met me. <laughs> and and then uh, there was COVID and you yeah. had no help opportunity to ground into a green, a green sort of circle of friends. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then we both just kind of like evolved together and now are, you know, finding people at all levels fascinating and interesting mm -hmm. because that's what Teal finds. Mm -hmm. And so this is the last piece that I'll say about green and then we're going to pop into Teal is what is so common that we do see in the green community is this idea that that's the epicenter, that's the highest level of consciousness. If you're at green, you're at the highest level. And I want you guys to know that is a story to keep you stuck. There is always more evolution to happen. Nature doesn't just like stop growing at 10 feet a tree and it's no. like, you know, it keeps going. Nature is always evolving. The universe is always expanding. You are never, literally never at the height of anything, there is always more available to you. And with consciousness, that is uh, super true. So there's actually three other documented levels already mm -hmm. above green. We're not going to go into the, the higher ones, but we do want to touch very quickly on teal. And we've kind of been mentioning it a little bit throughout this. We've been seeding it so you guys can kind of ground in it. This is a, another massive shift in consciousness. Mm -hmm. This is This is where... Um, rationality and objectivity come back into play. This is where um, money and hierarchy come back into play. And there's, there's a recognition that all of the levels that came before this level each had some amazing value. Yeah. And if not just for those who are in those levels and the fact that they're processing reality through that perspective, and that is of value because those people are valuable. Mm -hmm. Also, the fact that each level has a lesson that we need to include mm. totally is as part of our next level of evolution. Yeah. Not just that there's value in each level, but that I will choose to include the lessons. Yeah. So I'm not only do I see there's value there for you, like, oh, you're lesser than me and you get to have that value, but I don't need that. It's literally like there's so much value in that level that I will take it with me. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so you, you, from green, you take this sort of pluralistic view of, oh, there are many truths, including truths that disagree with the fact that there are many truths. Mm-hmm. How wonderful. Now I am totally comprehensive in my pluralism, right? So now I've learned that from green. And you take in the fact from um, orange that there can be an objective truth as one of those truths, mm-hmm. right? And that there's actually value in uh, in inefficiency and in science and in in evolving that that sort of line of intelligence and humanity, mm-hmm. and that there's value in the religion and the stories that are required than the people that believe in the in the stories quite literally, and what religion does for community. And even the lower levels, which we haven't really touched on here, but there's quite a few below that, you know, there's the warrior archetype and there's value in that too. And mm-hmm. there's lessons in that that I will take with me. So you really see each level. It's like my, a Maslow's hierarchy of needs almost, right? Like each level it's is loosely, foundational. It is loosely related, yeah. Mm-hmm, to the next level. And you can't be at Teal without integrating, loving, and seeing all of the levels, truly seeing that up until that point and, and valuing them. Yeah, and, and that that is why teal. I mean, it's so new. It's less than less than one percent of the population, um, or maybe that was the one above it. Maybe it maybe it's a little higher. Maybe it's like six. Anyways, it's very low, mm-hmm. and um, that's why it's so um, different than all of the other levels that they call it something called second tier, because. It is the first level that actually consciously integrates all other levels. When you're at the other levels, you can't really see the ones below you. You just have a rejection of, oh, these people are wrong. These people are bad. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be like that anymore. But you don't necessarily recognize it as a state of consciousness or understand why it is that you don't like it. You're just like, oh, those people are wrong. Oh, those religious zealots, blech, they're wrong. Oh, those scientific materialists, blah, they're wrong, right? Well, and and that, that's where you end up in the culture wars. Yes, right? exactly. Like you have these three factions in, in North America and, and worldwide, but like it's very stark in North America. In, well, in Western cultures in general. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, like green and orange and amber all like battling it out and, you know, like political divisions and all, all of this sort of stuff. It, it just, they're never going to see each other eye eye to eye they literally can't like this is the thing to understand is it it's not that they don't want to it's that they literally can't because the flagship of the teal level of consciousness is the ability to to see all the other levels and understand and see the value so you would have to be in teal in order to see the value of these other other places and so it's important for us not to expect things that uh, the level of consciousness of our politicians or of our culture, like they're literally incapable of doing. And to start to find compassion for that, mm-hmm. just like we find compassion for Karen or, or whoever else. And this is such a powerful modality, you guys, because as soon as you start to understand, these are the four main levels that you're going to see almost everyone in your circle is going to be in. They're either going to be an amber, orange, green, or teal. And when you start to see where you are and where everybody around you is and understanding that the reason you can't get along with your in-laws 
hmm. is simply because it, it, they're just at a different consciousness level than you. And that's fine. That is okay. They are allowed to be there. That little bit of information has changed so many of my friends' lives. Yeah. It's just, just understanding that little piece that like, oh, I don't have to like try and bring them into my reality that that it can just be okay that they have theirs and I have mine. Yeah, they're just different levels of consciousness. And in fact, it's actually quite damaging Mm -hmm. to try to rip someone into a higher level of consciousness when they're not ready. It's not good for them. It's not good for you. And as soon as if you're in orange and you're scientific rational, letting your religious zealot parents just be their religious zealot parents and understand that when they're judgmental on you, that's okay. Cause here's the other no, trick. Guys. Not all Amber is zealots just to be clear. No, no, no. I'm using, yeah, they're not. I'm just saying for you, I'm using an extreme example. Okay. Yeah. Um, not all Amber is religious zealots. Yes. Thank you for the clarification, but here's the key. And this is the rub you guys, the person with the higher level of consciousness owns all the responsibility. Oh yeah, totally. So if you are at orange and the people around you are at amber, or if you are at green and your community is at orange, it is your responsibility to understand that and to be able to meet them with compassion and not to get mad at them and shadow box them and push them away or Mm -hmm. whatever silly stuff that we can see in spiritual bypassing at the green level. Or if you're at the orange level and they're at the amber level, not to just throw facts in their face and expect that to mean that they're going to change their views around their faith as an example. The higher level is the one that is responsible for basically parenting and holding in compassion and loving on the levels below it. Yeah. So what? So what do we do? It's like, oh, well, we want to solve this culture war, blah blah blah. Like, how, how do we? How do we fix it? Like, and and our teachings always as within, so without. Yeah. Right. Focus on yourself. What do we need? We need more leaders at the teal level, yes. shifting and bringing the narrative up to teal and then people will just naturally gravitate there mm-hmm. once they see there's another way of thinking. Right, mm-hmm. we just need voices at that level, and and actually, science has proven here's here's that rational, objective sort of inclusion. Science has proven that when we hit ten percent of any level of consciousness, that that becomes that begins to snowball, mm-hmm. right, and that actually shifts the narrative. Yeah, that's the tipping point. Ten percent. Ten percent. Right. Yeah. And so we talked about earlier, like all of these things that we want, like we want to end the cultural wars and we want, you know, some level of world peace and we want environmental balance and like all of these things that we have said are priorities for us. All of those come become accessible, not from the green level of consciousness, because the green level of consciousness still has the shadows of money and hierarchy that they need to integrate and evolve beyond in order to become truly pluralistic. Mm-hmm. And that happens at the teal level. So the most important thing you can do if you want to change the world is to work on your own level of consciousness, change yourself, and then come out as a leader when you're at that teal level. And this isn't to say that you can't be a leader Oh, at the green oh, level no. or at no, the orange level. Um, There's value in, in all levels and leaders at all levels. And it's super, super necessary that we have leaders at all levels. But I'm for those of you that really, you're just like, I want to change the world. A, you got to join the prism. We want you. <laughs> and B, getting to teal is like, that should be number one priority. That is the most important thing that you can do both for yourself and for humanity. And the beauty of this stuff is like, oh, how do I do that? You don't have to do it. Literally, 
understanding the map and the shadows and the things that that are different between that like all of the levels is that information is psychoactive yeah that means we're not getting you high let's just explain no by (laughs) psychoactive it means literally the information literally learning about the levels and that there is an evolution available to you is enough for you to gently over time shift into those levels yeah and as we kind of invited you in the last episode to take a look at like where are you and when did you do your shifts right you should be able to see at least the last two yeah you know you man like yeah you absolutely can sit down and go oh when was i at amber when was i at at orange yeah because if you're at green you have to have gone through orange amber and all the levels below it and this can provide an interesting where you can just see oh i didn't actually i didn't have to have this like near-death experience or Mm -hmm. a or a dark night of the soul or you know have 20 billion ayahuasca ceremonies like none of that needed to happen it is just humanity's natural evolution to continue to go higher. And so when you take a look and you sit down and you say, okay, when did I do this switch? When did I do this switch? You'll see it was just very minute, very subtle things. Sometimes it would have been a specific community or a lack thereof in my case, right? Mm -hmm. Finding these different things is what's going to help you evolve. And and reading, if you really want to go deep into uh, this, reading Ken Wilbur definitely will get you there faster, but it's a natural process. You can't force it and just allow it to unfold um, as as it will. Yeah. So read up on, on you know, an integral theory or more specifically spiral dynamics. That would be really it's good. It's Claire Graves. Yeah. And, uh, and just know that just informing yourself that there is this dynamic of growing up that's different from waking up just educating yourself is enough to shift. So whereas waking up, you have to do a whole bunch of practices and, and that's the spiritual meditation side, and yeah. all that stuff that that's waking up. That's the spiritual stuff like that takes work. All this takes is just informing yourself and learning about the differences. Yeah. When we get into teal, those four pillars we talked about come back into balance. Yeah. So, so that's it for today, guys. Thanks for being with us and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. We are so grateful that you decided to hit play on today's episode. If anything in this episode has inspired you or helped you transform your life, make sure to let others know by sharing a review on Spotify or iTunes so we can keep our community growing. We absolutely adore giving away free gifts. Send us a screenshot of your review to team at theprism.org to receive a special meditation from us as a gift of gratitude. We absolutely cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. Between now and then, don't forget to visit our website at theprism.org. And remember, the goal is always in you.